0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to the last episode of Mama Relax for 2021. We made it through another year, and it's time to check the list of goals we made for 2021 to help us reflect on what was accomplished and what needs more work. This is not the time to beat yourself up for not making everything on your list. But instead, let's be grateful that we have grown, even if that means in very small ways. The good news is that we have a clean slate to start over and really focus on what we want to accomplish in the new year. If you're anything like me, you have your goals ready to go on paper, on your phone, or my personal favorite, using a vision board. In this episode, Milena and I will review our year and give you some guidance on how to prepare your goals for 2022 so that you're not setting yourself up for failure. Relax. Relax. hi
1: Milena hey Natalie how are you
0: I'm good you know having my my tea we're gonna talk about your favorite thing vision
1: boards today
0: <laughs> I know I'm so excited I do love New year's like it's literally my favorite holiday so um I'm very excited to jump into this one
1: yep I I found a good quote for today's episode just to kind of set the tone of what well, we're going to go with this today so it's a buddhist quote that say pain is inevitable suffering is optional i really love this i love that i love that so much yep and peace
0: begins when the expectations
1: end. that's so true too
0: Yeah, that's so true. And I feel like it's so true, especially around this time of year, you know, when we are all making our little lists, like I'm, you know, I have always been the person that I write my goals or my expectations like on my phone. And I don't Mm -hmm. know about you, Mile, but like in Venezuela, we have this tradition that we eat grapes. Uh, Yeah, and for each grape, you make a wish for each month. So it's 12 Mm -hmm. grapes and you can only do it literally like, 60 seconds before the year the new year breaks in and it's hilarious so it's a great it is, oh a my fun, God. it is such a good and funny um tradition I actually made my boyfriend do it last year and he loved it and I also had like his family doing it everybody loved the 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 grapes which is so much fun but it's let's be real like twelve goals or expectations in my opinion is literally too much yes (laughs) there's no way you can accomplish all of that and in my experience like I have always felt I kind of beat myself up for like at the end of the year when I look back and I'm like wow I didn't accomplish this or that or this and I like completely missed the one thing that I did accomplish you know I won't even take it into consideration so that quote actually looks it's like perfect for for this episode
1: I mean I feel that um, you know, if you're if you're in a street and there is like a 100 Ferraris parked on the street and then there is like this one beat-up car, you're going to not look at any of the Ferraris. You're just going to be looking at the beat-up car. Like that's human nature, you know? You're going to look at that one thing that looks awful instead of looking to the 100 things that look amazing. So it's not you. It's just everybody. It's just human nature to feel like to focus on the things that are not exactly how you want.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's why I think like this episode is so important um, for so many people, including myself, because I feel like doing this process of like preparing for this episode has like really shown me that like I, there's so much room for me to do things differently specifically so that I don't beat myself up at the end of the year when I'm looking at all my goals and I'm like, Oh, you know, fuck, I didn't, I didn't lose the 30 pounds that I wanted to lose, or, you know, I didn't um, prep my, my meals every Sunday, like I had, you know, so, um, so carefully planned for, you know, and I just didn't go through with that. So I think it's very important for us to talk about not only like our goals and have like a clear vision, but also make them realistic, you know, shortening that list would be like a good way to start. And also, you know, giving yourself some a break and, you know, know that if you didn't make anything on your list, like there's always an opportunity every single day when you wake up the next morning to work towards that, you know, Um, and life gets in the way. I think we were talking about that earlier, like life gets in the way and not everything's going to go according to plan every single time that you write it down on paper. Yeah. I
1: mean, if 2020 taught us something, it was about adaptability, you know, self-compassion and be okay with things not going as planned. Cause who in this universe thought that, you know, we were going to be going through a pandemic that is still going on. You know, 2020, I was, I was, I was doing so well. 2020, I was, I had money. I was, you know, I was paying my debt. That that was one of my huge goals and, you know, expectations I had for myself was like, you know, to pay credit card debt and things like that and then COVID happened and I I got laid off like so many people did and then I had to find you know another job later on that I wasn't making as much as I was making before you know my life had to change and so how could I how could I had expected this to happen how could I had planned for this how can I beat myself up for something that was 100% completely out of my control. You know, all that I could do is surf the wave and not drown. And that's exactly what I did. So, you know, when you have your goals set in on paper, black and white, this is what needs to happen by July 14th. Then if something happens like COVID or whatever else, maybe you crash your car, maybe, you know, something happened. And then, and then what, like, you know, your goal is not going to be accomplished in July 14th and then, and then what? So I feel that it's important to relax again, mama, relax. Yeah. It's, it's going to sure. be fine.
0: It's going to be fine. It's always fine. And even like going through everything that all of us went through, you know, going through this, like we, we, if you look at yourself today, you're probably okay, you know, thankfully, you're not dead, you're not sick, hopefully. Um, So in the greater scheme of things, we're always okay. And that's why we emphasize on like, relax, it's going to be okay, because it always is. But also, I feel like 2020, not only like taught us to be adaptable, but also like, it's like an opp- It was like an invitation to reinvent ourselves, you know, the way we think, the way we right. communicate, the way we make money. Um, I yeah. feel like it was, I, You know, we were also focused on the negative of it. But like, if you really look at the other side of the coin, it's been an amazing opportunity to, you know, take some time off to reflect and see what wasn't working for you before and reinvent yourself. You know, like I now can see myself making money completely differently than, you know, my nine to five job. And that's been scary as fuck. But you know what? I now can never see myself going back to a nine to five.
1: Yeah, but those are that's what we were talking about in previous episodes. Okay, so when you are in a situation that you have two options, change or you know cry or you know, go into a panic mode. Like what 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 are the options here? So you adapt to the new reality, or what? You know, you suffer. That's it. So adapt and you know, and, and make the best of it. You know, life gives you lemon make it a lemonade. A
0: hundred percent. So- I think the more, res- like more, um, restricted you are, you're fighting, you know, you're giving that resistance, the more you're going to suffer and you're not, it's not going to flow as easily and more negative yeah. things are going to show up in your life. Um, then if you're more receptive to, okay, this is my situation accept it fully and find ways to, you know, be okay. In that moment, for example, a great example for me was one of the things that I Set myself goal for 2021 was that I wanted to stress less and take like things less seriously, like I and complain less so like one of the things that I hated coming into 2021 was or before 2021 was I really disliked my apartment. I, I would get upset all the time. I would look at the, you know, the crack on the wall or like, it's an older building it's an older apartment. So everything bothered me, you know, if I had to go and do my laundry because I don't have a laundry in my apartment, I would get so flustered and so upset. And it was that resistance. I was constantly complaining and it was just like such a negative environment in my house, in my time. So for 2021, I said, no, I'm going to learn. I'm going to re train my brain to, you know, make my house as everything that's in my control to make it as cozy as I can and complain less and be thankful when, you know, when I do have to do laundry, that I do have money to go to the laundromat and have clean clothes. If I, you know, had to wash the dishes instead of putting in the dishwasher, I was grateful that, you know, I had food in the table that I had dirty dishes to wash. So it was a great experience for me. And I think that, you know, again, it was an opportunity to change, at least my mind. And I feel like a lot of people hopefully also saw that as an opportunity Um, or if not, you know, listening to us, hopefully you bring it into 2022.
1: (laughs) Exactly. But I mean,
0: so based on my experience,
1: um, I used to be very much, you know, my goals on black and white, I have to have this accomplished by this date and it has to be this way. And then gave so much room for anxiety and stress and, you know, disap- uh, being disappointed to my and myself, you know, and talk down to myself. And then I would, it, and that would become a snowball effect because I was depressed that I didn't get, you know, a goal accomplished. Then I felt like such a loser. And then I would not accomplish more and more and more things. And then it was just awful. It was like, I was inside of this tornado of negativity. So after i you know did some studies and you know read some books and i improved myself so now what i do is instead of being like i want to be this many pounds by july 2022 i just put as my goal be like making healthier choices in 2022 so instead of being like being married in 2022 find a nice boyfriend you know like how can you expect yourself to be married the next year if you don't even have a partner I mean
0: we need to be <laughs> realistic <laughs> here
1: right
0: yeah and- I agree but also like I feel like with that comes like knowing yourself too so like if you don't even know what you want in a partner you can't like ask for a boyfriend for 2022 if you don't even know what you like about yourself or what you're gonna like in that other person so like really just like take a step completely back and just know exactly what you want and why you want it so that you're not completely devastated at the end because we like you said we make these like huge unrealistic you know like getting married and you don't even have a boyfriend like girl you're not gonna find a husband that quickly I mean it happens for some people but like let's be real <laughs> you know exactly exactly
1: not all of us are in the Hallmark Channel movie and not all of us find <laughs> the perfect guy like two days before Christmas and get married then and there. So, you know. Exactly. it happens to some of us, but it's not the, you know, the rule is the exception. So, and I feel that most importantly, it's something that I learned from past mistakes. Be forgiven to yourself. You know, if your friend comes to you and, you know, Self-compassion, I feel that it's it's the theme in my life. Lately, self-compassion, I've been reading these books and doing this self-compassion workbook from uh, Dr. Christine Naff. Like, she's amazing. She is a pioneer in working um, with self-compassion. So basically, self-compassion is, you know, treat others like you would treat yourself. I mean, treat yourself like you would treat others in hard times so let's say your friend call you and tell you that you know she broke up with no her boyfriend broke up with her and you would tell her well he probably broke up with you because you're fat you're ugly you know you're not that fun anymore you need to do something about your hair I mean please. You know, if if somebody, if you tell that to somebody and that's the answer you get, like, you would be devastated and never talk to this person ever again. But how many of us talk to ourselves like that?
0: How many of us
1: talk to ourselves like that? Like, you know, I talked to, I used to talk to myself, like I would never talk to my best friend or, or a stranger in the street. I would never. And I would talk down to myself so, so much. So, You know, I would never say something like that to a friend of mine, but I would say awful things to myself. So what good is that doing for me? Absolutely nothing. So, you know, when you treat yourself like you treat your best friend, the person that you love in this world more than anything else, and you talk to yourself like you would talk to the person that you love more than anything else, then you will start a lot. Safe to make mistakes, learning from those mistakes and not feel bad about it. I mean, perfection doesn't exist. We already talked about this um in a past episode. You know, Brunette Brown talks in the gift of imperfection, how perfection doesn't exist. It's like chasing the unicorn. And so when you are not even forgiven when you make mistakes, like every single human being in the world does make mistakes. So like, what are you going to accomplish? You're just going to get yourself anxious, stressed out, you're going to feel uncomfortable. And then you're going to go into this
0: spiral of,
1: you know, unforgiving yourself and, and suffering for nothing.
0: And that just opens the door. I feel like when you're negative to yourself, you know, because you want to accomplish something and you didn't accomplish, I feel like by being negative, you have less of a possibility to accomplish that goal.
1: Because you're just
0: bringing that negative negativity and repeating it over and over again. So that's why you're not moving forward, because you're so concentrated on like the negative and like beating yourself up all the time. It's just I've been there. So I know how not like it's sad. It's just sad. Now that I look back, I'm like, wow, I can't believe that that I treated myself that way, you know, for so many years yeah so in my in my case to avoid
1: that from happening again you know um um instead of putting specific like very specific goals i put like a general Think that if I do the general thing, the specific goal is gonna inevitably come to me. Like you know, if I make better healthy choices, if I work out, then I will inevitably lose weight and look better. So I don't have to put it like, be this many pounds by twenty twenty two. I'm like, no, make healthier choices, eat better, exercise. Then I will look better, feel better, and so forth. So that's how I set my goals for the new year, um, just to avoid you know crazy expectations and suffering so how how do you set up your expectations from like you know how did Natalie set up expectations 10 years ago and how Natalie sets expectations now like yeah
0: so I um like I said I used to do like the whole list so usually it was like those 12 grapes you know where like for every month I had like a, a goal you know and they were they were very broad but I didn't have a vision. They were just there like, okay, I want to lose weight, but why do I want to lose weight? I'd never stopped and thought, okay, I want to lose weight because I want to, you know, I just want to feel better. I want to feel less bloated because I want to be able to feel comfortable in a bikini. Like I never gave it too much thought. I just wanted to magically happen. And that, that also doesn't help you, you know, like if you're going to be broad, have intention with that broadness, like you just said, you're like, okay, well, I wanted to lose weight because I'll, or I want to exercise more, you know, you have an intention behind it because you want to be healthy or whatever. I didn't have that. So obviously by the end of the year, I didn't accomplish, if I accomplished one thing, it was like a lot, you know, because I would look back at my, at my list and I was still drinking every day. And I was um, still not exercising and still eating the fast food or whatever. And so I would beat myself up, which in return made me do those things even more (laughs) because I felt so bad about myself. Yep. Um, but like last year I gave my list and again, I think I overdid it again. I still had the 12 things written down, um, but I had a little bit more intention behind it. So a lot of uh, more than half of my list, I was able to accomplish, but still I caught myself, you know, beating myself up for the ones that I didn't do. So this year, um, and this is something I, I do every year year and I do it every like six months, but I'm still in the process of perfection, like, you know, making it better, not perfection, but, you know, making it just better than the year before, um, which is vision boards. And like anybody that knows me, (laughs) I always talk about my vision boards. I have them always by my desk. I'm obsessed with them. Um, So I think that for this 2022, I'm definitely not going to do 12 goals because now I've learned that, you know, it's just not realistic to do 12 goals but instead i'm going to limit myself to five goals only and really really sit with those goals and really focus on why i want those goals and I, instead of doing a list um i'm going to you know put it in in a in a vision board manner you know um first because they look super pretty they make me smile they're so colorful so that's always helpful um but yeah, that's that's how I used to do it. And and again, like I've learned from my mistakes. I'm glad that I'm able to like reflect back on that and now have a, a new plan. And obviously, I'll tell you guys all about it. Um, But I am an expert on vision boards. I feel so like that was hard year... to
1: make one. How to yeah, make the
0: perfect vision board. Not the I perfect have... the, the, a great vision board. So a great vision board. So I have a few steps. And again, I'm doing this with you guys because for the past few years, I've done very generic where I have like, I'll cut like different pictures of things like, you know, um, I don't know, drink more water, or, you know, I have like a a picture of a yoga girl, but again, like no intention behind it. So this year, I'm going to be very, very intentional. Um, So the first thing that I really think that we should do when you're gonna prepare your vision board is really think what you want, and why you want it. Like I was saying before, you know, if you want to lose 30 pounds, don't just say, well, I want to lose 30 pounds. Why do you want to lose 30 pounds? What's happening in your life that's making you want to lose that weight? You know, is it because it's a, a health because you want to be healthier? Is it because you want to just, again, look good in a bikini? Like make sure that that's very, very clear. Um, And what I recommend doing is writing it all down, very detailed on a piece of paper and don't limit yourself. This is the time to seriously dream very big. Even if you think that you can't accomplish it, just write it down on paper, you know, just so that you can like, your mind visualizes it. Um, And then again, be very specific. What I, for example, for me, like if you want to make X amount of money, think about that number. And then again, ask yourself why you want to make that amount of money. For example, if you want to make a lot of money because you want to travel or buy a house, then what I would do is instead of having like a whole bunch of like dollar bills, you know, a picture of dollar bills on your board, then print out exactly where you want to go on vacation for 2022 and make sure that you are if you have like a specific resort in mind for example I would print out a picture of that and put it on your vision board so that it's very clear why you need to make that money because it's a domino effect you know if you want to go travel money's going to come you're going to make space to make that money so that you can go and stay in I don't know Bora Bora if that's what you want to do.
1: Okay, so question. Do you put the intention plus, for example, let's say the weight thing. So do you want to put like a picture of a girl in a bikini? So that's what you want to look good in a bikini? Or do you also put your intentions in the vision board with words or pictures or something?
0: If your intention is to look good in a bikini, I would recommend you look for not any girl that's skinny or whatever, like look for something that you exactly how you picture yourself to be in a bikini. Um, And I would put that that picture on there. um, And then you can put words like, you know, I don't know, exercise three times a week or something like that right next to that picture, you know. Yes, I understand. Yeah, so you would put like the words and the picture, but I, I feel like focus a lot on what the picture because images speak to you so much more, especially if you're seeing it every day. So make sure that it's not just any random girl, make sure like there's girls that are skinny, but there's girls that are toned do you want to be, you know, so make sure that you have a, a very clear image of, of what you want to accomplish.
1: And then your intentions on the piece of paper, when you're writing down, why do you want to accomplish that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would start there because when you write things down, it's like you're actually thinking through it. And I would use paper and pen. I wouldn't do typing or your cell phone. Uh, I mean, you could, but I feel like when you're actually writing things, things actually like you're actually using your brain a little bit better for some reason. Um, And it sticks because you're actually pausing and, and thinking through it, you know, and writing these things down. So I definitely recommend doing that that process first and then once you have everything very like outlined um then you can start looking for pictures and putting them on your vision board because at that point it'll be easy you know and you'll have like a very clear vision of what you want to accomplish yes um that's
1: those are great tips because I always, and I always tell you this, like, I want to make a vision board and I did make one, but then it really sucked. And then you helped me and now it looks much better. I just, you know, feel that the, the tips I found online or elsewhere were so unhelpful, but you made Yeah, it And very-
0: everybody has their own process. So like I told you, like, I've, I feel like I'm getting better as the years go by, um, like it's, everything has like a process. So like, this is, it takes time you know. And so what are the big mistakes that people
1: make in vision boards and how to avoid them?
0: The big mistakes are basically giving yourself too many things to envision for such a short period of time. So like for example, your vision board might look too overcrowded, so you really don't have like the focus, you know, because there's so much going on on your board. So that's why I think like we for a vision board, I would limit to 5 goals for the entire year so that you can allow to like focus. And then if, for example, you want to, I would even recommend, for example, if you want like to do a vision board for your personal life and then a vision board for your business life, like, you know, business goals, then I would separate the two, you know? So that's not everything is on one board and then you're like overwhelmed just looking at it and you you kind of lose like track of what you're actually trying to manifest um, because it's just cluttered.
1: Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. That, that's what I used to do. It was basically just a crazy collage of favorite pictures that I found somewhere. So it was just like very, I don't know. I mean, I used to
0: do the same and it looked so cute, but I realized that like I need to give, there needs to be space so that I can focus on exactly the goals. Because when you have so many pictures, you literally, it's just, you're just looking at pictures, but you don't even have like a clear vision of what you want out of that, you know?
1: So for example, let's see just for the listeners to make it clear for them. So if someone wants to be debt-free, what
0: should they put on their vision board? If you want to be debt-free, then I would, you know, you want to, if you want to be debt-free, that means that you need to make more money. I would never go on the side of, of saving money because that's just a very limiting belief. There's always money is like, Abundant and it's everywhere. So, the first thing I would do is change your mental, mentally change your way of thinking so that you can find other ways of making money so that you can set that goal, I would write it down, like I said, on paper, and make sure you have everything outlined, like how much is your debt? How much money do you need to make? If you want to, for example, pay it off in a year, how much do you need to pay? How much do you need to pay each month? And what does that income need to look for for you? And then if you need to make $20,000 more a year, then I would write that number on your vision board so that you can attract those $20,000 so that you can more quickly pay that debt. Nice. Oh, yeah. so
1: tell, tell your example of your next, uh, of your last job of your race. I think people like to hear that.
0: Yeah. So I've, a lot of the things that I've put on my vision boards, travel, for example, like I, when I wanted to go to Peru, I remember I was living with my ex-roommate and I tell her, you know, I want to go to Peru. I'm going to put a picture of Machu Picchu on my vision board and, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen this year or Whatever, literally a few months later, she sends me, like, she tells me, you know what, not like, and she she had forgotten about this. And she's like, you know what, Nat? Like, my my aunt is saying if we want to go, and like she had told another friend of hers, and like we ended up going, she's her mom's from Peru. Um, so we stayed with her aunt. We ended up going to Machu Picchu that year, and I was like, You see, it's my vision board. So we always joked about that, but we also um I wanted to make more money and But I, again, didn't have like a set mindset towards it. I just put like $20,000 raise just to like, for, for the hell of it. Um, and I put it on my, I plopped it on my board and like most of the things you're going to put on the board, you're going to, you're going to forget, you're not going to think about this every day. You know, that's why it's important to have it very close to you so that you're at least seeing it, but you're going to put it on there and you're not going to, you know, think about this every single day or you're going to go crazy. Um... But I put that on there and I remember like maybe a few um, few months later, like I had um, I had somebody reach out to me, like an ex boss of mine reached out to me for an opportunity with her new company. And I went to the interview and everything and they wanted to raise my salary by, you know, about 15 grand more. So I went back to my company and I was ready to quit because I was like, well, 15 grand more is 15 grand more, you know, like I got I to gotta make this move. And I went back to my company. And I was literally ready to quit. I wasn't even like thinking because again, my mindset was so different. I wasn't even thinking about doing like a counter offer. I literally just said, "Well, you know, I'm leaving because they're paying me more money. So like, I'm gonna, I'm peace by." <laughs> um, and next thing I know, I had you know the the CEO of the company calling me and being like, "You know, what do you want? What is it that you need or whatever?" Um, and they were able to give me that much more money for you know, for the same job. And I wasn't even intentionally doing that, but so, I, it was definitely yeah. on my board. They gave you the $20,000 from your vision board. They gave me my, the $20,000 from my vision board.
1: Oh my God. That's amazing. I know.
0: But that that's, it's been that it's been even with like simpler stuff, you know, my meditation, like um drinking more water, yoga, stuff like that, that i put on my vision board and like, Without realizing it, maybe in years past, like I wasn't sticking to it, and now it's like the more specific I am with it, and the more that I have it on my board year after year without beating myself up, now it's like now it's something that I do constantly, you know. Um, and it's it's definitely because I have that visualization, and I'm actually like have purpose behind everything I'm doing. I'm not just doing things, you know. There's intention in everything that I'm I'm setting my goals to.
1: Nice. Yeah, Yeah,
0: because when you, I feel that when we don't have an
1: intention or a goal or a plan for our life, we're just this leaf floating in the ocean. You're just going with the waves. You, you know, you don't really, you you can't stir your will. You know, you're just going where the wind is taking you. But when you do have a goal, an intention, you have a vision of where you want to be, then you start you know, taking direction of your life and pointing yourself in the direction where you want to go. So before you make a vision board, before you write a list, before you make the wishes with the grapes, you know, think about what you really want. And like, don't, and sometimes, you know, you ask other people about what you want. And I feel that that's a common mistake that we don't even know that we are doing. And I used to do that. I'll ask other people like, what do we want for next year? And, you know, like we would brainstorm and stuff, but how can other people know what I want? Absolutely, so no, sit, sit with yourself and be honest, you know, and start again baby steps. You want to get married next year, first of all, find a boyfriend. So, <laughs> that, that
0: love yourself um, first, start there. Yes, you yeah. know, what are the
1: things? And it's not about like, I want a guy, and then let's say for you know, the next. For the new year, you want to have a new boyfriend. So, I want a boyfriend that looks like this, does that, have this, have that. No. What can you offer this person? Instead of like, you know, putting the focus 100% on the other person, which you have zero control of, bring the focus to yourself. Because again, expectations are just the beginning of suffering. So, You know, just set goals. So when you're the best version of yourself, you will find the best version of someone else. So what can you offer to a, a wonderful person out there? And then write down like the amazing things about yourself and why you are going to attract an amazing thing and like an amazing person is because you have these amazing qualities. I feel that that's like a way better perspective to, you know, put it out there than to have like this wonderful wish list for the guy that, you know, only in the Disney movies are ever going to show up, you know, on top of a horse and something like that. (laughs) But in, in reality, you know, what about what you can offer to somebody? Like why somebody that amazing should be with you? Like what are the things that you have to offer? So what do you think about that?
0: Oh, I think that's, yeah, that's spot on. Like you can't give love to anybody. And I know that's everywhere. Like, you know, I'm sure everybody's heard this, but like, you can't really bring anything to the table. If I mean, you can't really love somebody if you're not loving yourself first. And like, if you don't know what you want, like, yeah, you, you think you know what you want, but until you know yourself, that could, that could look very different. So definitely starting there. And if you don't know what you want, then start writing down ways or looking at ways of how you can figure out learning about yourself and what you like and don't like for the longest time, I was like, I have no passion. And I don't know what I want. And this and that, you know, but I wasn't taking action or steps to like, figure it out, you know, And it wasn't until I started there, I was like, okay, let me take a step completely back. And what is it that I need to work on myself? And where can I find these things and rewire my brain? And what books do I need to read that I was actually open and things started like happening, you know, and now I'm like more aligned. And I now I know more of what I want and what I don't want, you know, because then you're just gonna honestly, if you don't know yourself, you're just gonna probably waste your time and choose somebody that's probably not for you. And then you're going to spend a year or two with that person. Then you're going to break up. And then you're going to start in zero again. And that's just yeah, not but it's, it's, in it's, line. Yeah, but so, you know, if
1: you have, if you want a distraction so you don't sit alone with yourself and think about those hard things that you need to think so you can become the best version of yourself, you are just going to set, settle with whoever shows up like whichever guy, exactly. and that's going to be a distraction. So you don't think those hard thoughts. And then, like you were saying, that relationship is going to last just so long because eventually it's going to be unbearable. And then you're going to, like you're saying, it start from zero. So until you become the best version of yourself or a really, really good version of yourself, the best you can be right now, you're just going to find some half ass version of somebody else because that's what you are, you know? So become the best version of you so you can find the best version of somebody else. And Mm -hmm. I'm talking, you know, based on my experience, when I wasn't the best version of myself, and I feel that, you know, the best version is always improving. That is, we are not set in stone. We are always improving. So, you know, but when I was uncomfortable with myself, when I had self-doubts, when I had, you know, issues, I was attracting people that would reinforce those beliefs in myself or make me not think about them, but they didn't really go anywhere. And those relationships took me nowhere, you know, if anything, they made me walk backwards. So when I started working on myself and when I became a really good version of myself, then I met a really good version of somebody else that, you know, was very supportive, that helped me. It was a relationship that didn't feel like a second job. You know, it just felt like a partnership. It was, it is wonderful. So, but that only happened after I did the work. So again, when you're setting on paper, your intentions, your wishes for the next year, you know, your, your goals, instead of putting a list of things that you have zero control of, put a list of things that you do have control of that you can work towards. It's the same thing as if you write down a list for the weather in 2022, like, okay, so in January 27th, I want to rain. Then January 28th, I want it to be a beautiful snow day. Like it's the same thing as putting down on a paper wishes for something that you have no control of,
0: like other people. Right. Absolutely. And it's not only just in relationships, I think in everything. Cause I feel like some people are like, Oh, I'm so, I'm so measuring my my job. Maybe if I make, you know, X amount more, then I'll be happier. And sometimes that's not it. Sometimes you just need a completely different path, but because you don't sit with yourself and kind of like, figure it out the hard way, then you're going to be in that same position, whether you go to another one that pays you, you know, X amount more, or and then you keep going through life like that, and you still find yourself even making more money in a miserable position. So knowing yourself is where you should always begin. So if that's where you are right now in the stage, it's first of all, it's a beautiful stage, because it's you learn so much, you know, and like, you're able to appreciate the following year, everything that you've, learned through this process, and you learn to appreciate yourself so much more. And it is a a very great feeling to have. So, you know, those little steps are literally life changing. So always, always look first at yourself. And yeah, of course, you want to get married, you want to have an amazing boyfriend, you want him to look a certain way, for sure, take a picture of what you want that person to look like and put it on your vision board 100%. But be clear in your intention of how that's going to happen. It's just not going to manifest itself. But you have to do the work for that to happen for you, you know, so that you're attracting the right things into your life that will get you to that person, if that makes sense.
1: Yes, for sure. And it's it's I like the punch that you made about work. You know, you hate your job. And for the next year, you want a better position, a better job, a better boss, a better this, a better that. So maybe sit with yourself and ask the hard questions. Like, why does this make me feel uncomfortable? Maybe your boss gives you feedback that you don't, and you don't like to hear, you don't don't like to get feedback. Maybe you don't like criticism and maybe that's something that you need to work on. Maybe, you know, you need to make more money because you just spend too much money. So then maybe you need to learn how to, you know, spend less money and, and budget, Maybe, you know, your problems come from things that you not even know you have problems with. So, again, sit with yourself and have the hard conversations. Like, why is this a problem in the first place? And don't look at the other people. Just look with yourself. Like, why does this person at my job makes me feel so uncomfortable? Like, is it about them or it is about me? And then once you have those answers, you can write down a plan of action. But until you know what the problem is, you can do nothing about it.
0: Yeah, you're in limbo. But it is important, like like going back to the vision board, like I feel like it is important to pick the images that you want to attract. Um, That's why I, I start with like, you know, write everything on paper so that you know exactly why you want it. Why you're doing it, and then pick your um, your pictures to reflect exactly, or at least to come as close as possible to what you want. So, for example, if you want a new car, a Range Rover that's white with I don't know with red you know interiors or whatever, make sure that you're getting that exact model and everything, and you're plopping it on your board because that makes it just so much more realistic. And I promise you, if you do it that way, you're gonna start seeing this car everywhere. The way it is, because sometimes we're like, oh, we want a new car and we just put whatever car, you know, on the vision board. And it's like, no, you want this specific car. So look for that specific image. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, like we can't, you know, we're not going to have a picture of your soulmate, but you can, you know, have a picture that of a famous person that you kind of want them to, to look like, or, you know, maybe you have an actor that you love their personality in a specific movie. And that's what you're looking for in a partner. And you plop that picture of that person, because that reminds you of the type of person you want to be with. So that image is very important. I used to always print my images, um, but now obviously I don't have a printer and I don't go into an office anymore. So I am going to subscribe to like magazines I'm going to do it at the beginning of the year, um, and that's just like $5 a year, and you get a magazine each month, and by the end of the next year, you're going to have 12 magazines, so that you can have plenty of pictures to pick from, so that you can plop it on your vision board, so that's an idea if you don't have a printer, or are working from home, and no longer going into an office, that's a way to get around that.
1: That's a great idea. That's okay, so thing. end of the and you were looking at your vision board, the vision board that you have with you right now is the 2021 vision board.
0: Yeah. So I actually, this one is 2021, but I started it, um, not too long ago. So a lot of the things are still kind of like going, um, but also already a lot of the things have kind of like manifested. So I think I'm going to revamp it and again, there's not a set rule. Like you don't have to do one vision board a year. Like I used to do it every 6 months, you know? Like I would reflect in like June and be like, "Okay, maybe I need to change some things because like you said, Things are constantly changing. You're one person one day and tomorrow in a blink of an eye, your life completely changes and your goals change and that's okay. That's why you need to be like open, like, yeah, make yourself a path of what you want, but be very open to those changes, not only around you, but also within you, you know, like you're going to, you're going to change. You're going to be evolving every day. Like I hopefully that's my wish for you that you are evolving every single day. And it's okay to have a certain goal today and have a different one tomorrow. And that can be changed in your vision board, you know? So, um, the one that I have has only like three months with me, but I kind of want to like fix it up and incorporate more of like, you know, bring it back a notch and incorporate more of the things we were talking about today, which is like limiting to like just the five goals. And, you know, even with things like for the podcast, like I have different goals now than when I started this vision board for the podcast, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so
1: my question was, okay, let's pretend that you did this vision board in July and it's like, you know, your six month mark is coming up. So what, how would you feel and what do you do? You know, if most of the things on your vision board didn't come to happen, like
0: how, what should you do about it? I think you just reflect on it. You take a look at your vision board and you're like, okay, I had all these goals. Nothing has really manifested. What did I, what can I do to improve it? You know, what can I do differently so that I can actually, you know, do this? Or maybe, you know, you focus on, you pick, if you have five goals on your board and you, maybe you, pick two things, you know, and you're like, okay, I'm going to really focus the rest of the year on these two things so that they can come true. And I'm going to just add, you know, I might add or remove some stuff from the board so that I can really focus on those other goals, you know. Um, But most importantly, like, don't beat yourself up, like, really, like, really, 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 like, every time you go into that dark place of like, oh, fuck, I didn't, you know, this hasn't happened for me. And you start getting frustrated. Bring yourself down. (laughs) Take some, take some time, go for a walk or something, because when you get into that state, you're just literally just attracting more negative things towards you instead of making that better. So that would be like my biggest, biggest recommendation for that too.
1: Perfect. Perfect.
0: And then one important thing is, You guys, location, 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 don't do a vision board and then, you know, put it in the closet or, you know, where you're not going to see it anymore. If you work from home, I would recommend putting it, you know, in front of you where you sit every day or at least somewhere where you pass by constantly that, you know, you're going to it's going to like catch your attention. You're going to that it's easily visible um, because it does help to see it every day. Um, again, you're not constantly thinking about it, but at least seeing it, it's like a, subconsciously you're you're going to be working towards that because it's in your face, you know. And is it OK if other
1: people see your vision board or that is like any mystic mysticism about the head? I mean, I don't know.
0: Um, I, I prefer not for people like right now. I have it in my living room because I don't have any other really space and I work in my living room right now. Uh, but now once I move, I prefer having it in the office. And, you know, if I have guests, I don't want it in the living room because, you know, you don't want people just like looking at your stuff. And also, like, it's su- it's such personal things you don't want. Like, at least for me, I don't like people giving me like, well, that's not realistic. Like, how are you really going to do that? You know, or, you know, like, I just don't want that to invite any negative conversations to happen around my vision board. So I would prefer to not have it out in public. But if that's the only place you can have it, then it is what it is, you know, and if you feel comfortable maybe putting it away when people are over, then you can do that too. Okay, nice. I think people are ready for 2022 now. I am so, so ready, but before we send everyone on their merry way, we did want to leave you with a quote. I thought it was beautiful, um, and it, I hope it applies to your life now, um, but if not, I hope it does apply to your future self. This is a message um, that you can use for your to, to say to your past self, and um, I quote, it all works out, all of it. Even the things that made absolutely no sense to you, your efforts, your faith, your prayers, they all get answered along the way. You opened yourself up to help and trusted the subtle, the subtle signs that God laid along your journey. I'm so glad that you did. As I look back on everything that you went through, I admire you. You had no idea what was ahead, and yet you still believed. You still held hope. You still pressed on. You have earned me where I am today, and I am forever grateful for you. I'm carrying our dreams forward into 2022 and making them a reality, end quote. I'm obsessed. (laughs) I'm literally about to cry because I do. I feel like this is something that is so close to me. So I hope Um, it helps people. (laughs) Yeah, but it's true. You know, be
1: grateful where we are right now because if people do you know again instead of looking at the the ugly car looks at the beautiful ferraris like look what happened before and look where we are right now you know just think about the things that you overcame instead of all the things that you didn't you know think about the positive things like positive 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 because focusing on the negative is not going to help you at all you need to build yourself up not you know bring yourself down like an anchor. So,
0: Absolutely.
1: yep. Self-compassion. Talk to your compassion.
0: Remember 2022 guys, 12 yep. compassion, self-compassion. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Well, we really hope you, um, you feel a little bit more prepared to start the new year and that you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Um, and as always, you can find us at mama relax with two X's at the end on Instagram. Um, and feel free to reach out with any questions, suggestions, or just to say, hi, we would love to like, you know, interact with you guys. Um, but otherwise wishing you all a wonderful Monday and happy new year. See you in 2022. Happy new year. Happy new year.